or are you done? Are you you you, you away from the needle? <laughs> that sounds so. That sounds insane. <laughs> It's okay, bro. You know what I mean. Are you referring to tattoos? That's what we're talking about. Yes. Um, I want to go back. I just need to have enough spanky to go. You don't got no spanky? <laughs> I got spanky, but I need some more spanky because, okay. you know, the bills are due. Right, right, right. I feel you. No, I'm not mad at But that. I definitely want to start on my leg sleeve. That's going to be what's next? That's what's next. Okay. It can't be worse than the collarbone and chest. It can't be. I feel like it's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's gonna be. Dang, you supposed become... to positivity. You supposed to be like, nah, King, you got this. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> oh man, I'm not gonna lie to you. Nah, if you don't get that numbing cream, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. You gonna be going through it. You gonna be going through it. It's a couple places that are already like I already know that are worse than the collarbone. <laughs> yeah. So that that leg, ooh, that shin is all bone, mm. and then that calf is just like. Like you work it out, but you know what I'm saying. That part of the skin, it doesn't, it doesn't get like it's a different texture. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it don't get, it don't get touched like that. So, it's a different feel. But you know, what's always been peculiar is people who have face tattoos. I just imagine yeah. that needle going through your skull, like going to your skull. Your pain tolerance is just oh super goodness. crazy because I couldn't imagine sitting there and enduring that. That is, yeah. Not I. How do you even prep for that? Going to I, numbing cream doesn't work. No, nah, I don't think you can prep. It's just like. Take this needle. <laughs> just lay there and take this needle. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> I mean, as bad as that sounds, like, that's just what it is. Like, that's just what it is. Take oh, that wow. needle. You going to air horn it out there? <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, how you feeling, King? How was how was your weekend? How was your Easter? And how yeah. are you today? Um, I'm, I'm well. I'm in good spirits. You know what I'm saying? My weekend was... was adventurist let me let me let me let me say that um and my easter was cool you know what i'm saying it was i didn't get to spend too much time with my family but um i was with like my blood but i was with you know what i'm saying my extended family so mm-hmm. it was all the um all the same but yeah it was cool how about you i'm well also bro i can't i can't complain uh sunday resurrection day i just kicked it with the fam mm-hmm. i enjoyed it a lot this year because Grandma cooked me a little side meal, vegan options. Okay. And it was only exclusive to me, so I felt like that guy Yay. that day. So I was like, yeah, all right, bet. Uh, but that day she was cool. Through. Yeah, she came through as always. Um, and today, I feel like I finally got back on my schedule. And what yeah. I mean by that is working out, mm-hmm. getting some reading in, getting back to the basics. I feel like the past couple of weeks okay. have been a blur to me. It's felt like a dream, but... I'm starting to kick back into what I need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so I got you. During that time, I'm trying to heal as well. So I'm all right, man. I can't complain. That's good to hear, for sure. Um, yeah, okay. So let's go ahead and introduce this thing real quick before we get into this docket. You know what I'm saying? A honcho right back. now. Uh-huh. What episode is this? 46. You sure? Yeah. Because I checked before. It's 146. Is that your final answer? It's my final answer. The survey says... Come on. 46. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why are you trying to play with me? <laughs> we didn't shake on it. Man, it's all good. <laughs> it's okay. 
But what's good, y'all, man? Peace and love, blessings. Yes, it's Trey. Key. And it's Scott checking biking his thing, man. Welcome back to the Bro Chillians podcast, episode 146. 146 of them guys with their oh so blessed, black, and highly favorite host, man. Shout out to the first timers. The last timers. And in betweeners. For coming back, man, week after week, showing much love, however you do it, whether it is liking, sharing, comment, subscribing, turn on that post notification bell, because we are on YouTube as well, man. Go check us uh, where we drop Saturday. YouTube drop, uh, and then Wednesday, um, yeah, whenever you hear this is when the audio drops. I just realized this is the 420 episode. Yeah, man, it is. For, for all the for all the smokers out there, happy 420. Big packs, You know what I'm saying? Packs. Enjoy it. Listen to the pod, or if you're not already. <laughs> if you're not, nah, for real. We're going to try to make this a good show for y'all, this one. Yeah, Sersky. Yeah, shout out to everybody commuting to work right now, at mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. at the gym. Chilling with their girl, just whatever y'all doing, man. Shout out to y'all listening. Facts, big facts. All right, man. So how we gonna start? <laughs> uh, also, before I, I want to give kudos and flowers to um, just all the listeners, bro. Like I know we say that a lot, and it kind of gets cliche here, but I always mean that, man. I don't ever mean to be redundant on that. I just feel like I think you can be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they're the reason why be. we're still here, one hundred and forty-six episodes in. And gratitude and grace to everybody who, um, you know, reposted my shout out uh, mm-hmm. Atlanta and shout out to shout out Atlanta man, big Great, dope magazine. Um, I had a now that was a good feature yeah. too though man. It was very very well well written. I will say that. Um, and I appreciate your love in that as well. Uh, to me, that was pretty dope. Um, and yeah, like just the way you you know what I'm saying the way you described um your passion for it. It's just like it's it's cool to gain that perspective from like somebody that you close to. So it was cool man. No, no doubt. But yeah, definitely big shout outs to them. Um, All right, let's get to the bullshit. Ah, <laughs> let's get damn. to the semantics. Ah, semantic damn. Sammy time. All right, so what's up? Uh, let's let's we go. We, we go on music. We jumping straight into it. Ooh, man. Straight to Kendrick it. Kendrick Lamar is dropping an album. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you feeling? How are you feeling? I am. I'm. I'm. I have very very high hopes. Right. So I'm kind of like one half of me is nervous. Is nervous because like it's been a minute and there are high expectations and with that come. Very low letdowns if it's not what I want it to be or expect it to be. At least, you know what I'm saying? And granted, it'll definitely take time to get there, but we just have to see. Um, but yeah, no, nah, I'm... Yo, we've been waiting for how long? Come on. <laughs> 2017 is when Damn came out. Yeah. And to your point, I don't want this to be an underwhelming project. I mm-hmm. think everybody, including Mr. Lamar himself, mm-hmm. has high expectations. And I just wonder what kind of what kind of kindred we're getting this time around. You know, are we getting that introspect, uh, introspect, excuse me, um, uh, you know, the psyche of what's going on in Kendrick's life right now? Mm-hmm. Or do we get the, the conscious, woke right. Kendrick? Or do we get a little bit of both? Worldly Kendrick. The, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to hear? What do you want to hear? <laughs> Experiment with sounds, collaborate with some artists. Like, we haven't heard you in five, six years. Mm-hmm. So when you do poke your head out. On Groundhog Day and tell us that you do have a tape coming, then it's like, yeah, we're we're here, we're all gonna be here for it always. It's Kendrick Lamar, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be some subliminals, maybe a little bit of sneak this and whoever he's this and that. People are gonna wonder. Oh no, they're gonna go on Genius Lyrics and try to figure out who's he coming at and why. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the whole rollout. Even I forget the name of it. Here, let me look it up. Right I quick. saw it too, and it's on my phone. Um, I should have that but... prepared. Yeah, I'm slack too. Do, but... do, do. Mr. Morales, or excuse me, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah, 
Um, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued because I feel like that kind of name insinuates some storyline or some kind of chronology to it, like uh, he always does. Uh, and that's what excites me the most about his music because it's the storytelling. Because that's what I miss about like 80s and 90s music, like rap and hip hop music. It's just like it was so phantasmagorical <laughs> and that is an ad go back and, and, and listen and watch because that is a classic that we do have in the Rolodex um, but yeah he's just one of those artists that, that tells stories um, greatly so phenomenal storyteller yeah I, I agree bro and this is this is the first album that's going to drop under his new distribution or label mm-hmm. that he's developed called PG Lang mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce it but him and Baby Keem are the first two on the roster, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm so, excited. I'm excited. All right. Um, not to jump the... We kind of jumped the gun. I kind of just jumped straight into you it said, head first. You said start with the bullshit. Yes, <laughs> yeah. sir. So, so hey. it's not, And it's not even bullshit. It's phenomenal shit. Yeah, no, nah, facts. It's in a good way. It's bullshit luxurious. in a good way. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. It, it could be some hot takes in there somewhere. Who knows? Um, Who would you... Who do you want to see featured most? J. Cole. Okay. Not even most, but I want a Kendrick and J. Cole. And J. Cole feature. Forbidden Fruit crazy. for me. Classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for I sure. I wouldn't mind another record or two. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that. Um, I go back to Forbidden Fruit. Um, I'm trying to think. Who else? Any 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 uh female artists? Uh, I need a Kendrick and SZA joint. Okay. Solana. Yeah. Solana. I need it. <laughs> I need it. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just and... because they flow so well together. Uh, I don't really know who else, man, but mm-hmm. it's just been a long time coming, so mm-hmm. I just hope this album really lives up to its expectations. Um, looking at the other side of the coin, I think people are going to ridicule him, as they always do, whether their artist drops a good or a bad uh, oh, project, yeah. but they're gonna, it's going to be that narrative officially that J. Cole was a better artist and rapper than Kendrick Lamar. I think that was my... Uh... That was my take too. Last time we spoke about it on mm-hmm. the pod, um, and I stand on it still. I don't know if I'm on Gilligan, but I stand on it. Um, but yeah, nah, I definitely want to. I'm trying to think who. Uh, Push who your I'm drops Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. I know there's gonna be some dissing in there somewhere. I know it's gonna be some type of, uh, you know, propaganda. I don't know, but I'm definitely interested to hear, to hear uh, some good music. Yeah, I'm not hmm. sure why Aubrey Graham decided to. Well, it leaked the the song. You know, did it? The song leaked. Did it, it? As far as my knowledge, okay. you know, I don't. Okay. I could be wrong. Yeah, I I was not privileged. <laughs> you, hey, me neither. Me neither. Maybe it didn't leak. It was purposely put out. Uh, but a record surfaced with Drake and Jack Harlow, and Drake took some jabs, some he some liminals. Did. He was he was dissing Pusha T. I don't remember verbatim the exact lines he were he was spewing mm-hmm. on on the track, but. It's, it's been making some some noise, some rumbling. So some people noise. are going to be curious to see uh, what Pusha has to say about it. And it's crazy because Pusha just did an interview, and he was talking about I see why you know Drake Drake took that so personal when we were beefing when when Pusha went straight to his child, like mm-hmm. as far as in the in the rap beef. Mm-hmm. And Pusha was relating to it, saying like I have a child now, and so I can see why somebody would be that up in arms or that right in defense Period. mode yeah exactly so i don't know i don't know i don't know what to think of it i just think for drake i don't think this is a chess move i really think this is just a stupidity move if this is something recent that you put out 
Yeah. Why are you reigniting this beef with Pusha? That's for one, and for two, I don't... In my opinion, Drake lost. Um, You're saying the first time around. Yeah. So I don't know... I think that's what the census would say. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think... like I don't know why he would want to do that again, because I would see the same result again. But that's just my opinion. Um, Not even that. But Pusha surfaced the video... Or not even a video, a picture of you in blackface. Mm-hmm. The beef is over. Yeah. There's no coming back from that, respectively. <laughs> <laughs> not really disrespect. Really disrespectfully. Disrespectfully. Yeah, because that is the wildest thing that you could that you could do. Um, I didn't mean to take us racy. Yeah, I just kind of want to get out of there now because damn, that shit is. Evan J and K Dot dropping Thursday. Yeah, Sersky. Track is um, or uh, not track. The album, the tape is called Ain't Related. <laughs> And I had the honor and pleasure to listen to it before this body of work comes out on Thursday. And man, will I tell you. Word. It's one of them? Sensational. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. It's one of those, bro. It's one of those. Yeah. KD's vocals, impeccable as always. Mm -hmm. You know, Josh mix it up with his sauce. I'm excited. It's definitely a vibe. So I've been been waiting on this patiently, so... Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely uh, excited to hear it because they have been going nuts. And I see the progression, you know what I'm saying? I can hear the, the difference in, in uh, melodic tones and just how they how they choose to, you know, do all that, that, that fun shit with their voices. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely, uh, yeah, um, I will be checking for that. The last thing I had in music was Alex Isley and Jack Dean or Jack Dine. I don't know if I'm pronouncing, pronouncing his name correctly. Mm-hmm. They dropped a tape. I'll let you hear that first. Right yeah, nah, and them, the the two that I did listen to were crazy, uh, big vibes. So I'm definitely excited to hear the rest of that because I was already a fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was already already a fan. I just didn't know that she dropped anything recently. So yeah, I'm uh I'm here. I appreciate that. Mm. What up? Now that I think about it, last thing in music, rest in peace, uh, King Slay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, excuse me, K Slay, K Slay. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. K Slay. Big shout outs. Uh RIP and condolences to uh you and yours. Um, yeah, that's And those who are not privy, not only did he premiere Ether, but he launched Dipset's first mixtape and unleashed uh countless songs and freestyles. He was also featured in the movie uh Style Wars in nineteen eighty three. So yeah, true pioneer, innovator and legend. So Facts, facts, facts. Rest yeah, in peace, K Slay. Oh man, let me see, let me see. What okay. What's on this docket? Um, you want to get into playoffs? Maybe? We can do that? Yeah. Because that was just really all that I had in music, too. I didn't have anything else. Um, okay. But, oh, Thug, Thug announced he was dropping something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Facts. He, well, he, po- he posted he, an album yeah, cover. Yeah, it was an album cover. So we don't know. Him what's... covered in blood. I don't know if this is a movie. I don't understand his infatuation with blood. Or maybe I do, but... <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> You do, but it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to see how that plays out. Um, are we checking for Thug? <laughs> hey. Let me stop. Let yeah, me stop. See? Yes, I'm checking for Thug. Okay, okay. I just wanted to test the waters. Pause. <laughs> You're hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Zach Levine, what a terrible performance, right? Him and the Bulls, right? <laughs> nah. Let's not even talk about that series first. No? Okay, what series are you going to talk about first? <laughs> Let's go Minnesota, Memphis. Okay. Where are we at? I, well, I didn't see... I saw the highlights. I didn't see the last game. 
so they're playing right now as we speak. So we won't be able to see it in real time. Right. At least what happens. Uh, but they yeah, they literally just tipped off uh, one to one. Okay. Ten seconds in the game. So. Uh, I don't know, bro. Like it's it's been a it's been a like. I can already tell this is gonna be one of them seven game series. Yeah. Josh Anthony Anthony Edwards. He's a bucket. I knew that since he was playing at UGA. I I, I seen him play up close and personal, and it was just like, yeah, this nigga is different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So he was already him back then. Mm-hmm. And then of course you got Ja and the rest of the squad in Memphis. So it's it's really gonna be competitive. The last game was really close all the way down to the wire. So I just want to see a good series. But ultimately, I think Minnesota may pull up the upset, bro. Really? They wow. got some veterans okay. on that team. Patrick Beverly, he's nah, very they scrappy. Do. They definitely do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm Sorry. not I'm not saying it's impossible. I just didn't. I don't know. I I wouldn't say that. Uh, I'm not saying that. Let me just say that. Okay. Uh, I um, It has been a good series, and I do think it'll be one of them seven gamers that uh, will excite us. Um, upset, though, I don't know. Um just cause it's a, it's a hot take. I can be on Gilligan. I'm cool with that. I mean, nah, not even. I don't think it's a hot take. I just, I'm just agreeing to disagree. How about that? I see it going different, but I'm going. I don't know. I'm I'm always terrible with this kind of stuff too. Well, not always. I called it like twice on this pod, uh, but I've been wrong the last couple times, so my streak is off. So I don't know. Mm. But uh, we're gonna see how it plays out, though. Um, I'm disgusted by the Trey Young hate. Why? Well, I mean. Obviously, I know why, because they get disrespectful. And look, fans, honestly, like, every year it gets worse and worse how, like, I I guess normal they think it is, so that they can just speak to people however they want Any to. Any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just, like, it's crazy how, how comfortable people get. Or entitled, I would say. Yeah, exactly. You know what it is? They feel entitled. I spent $200 plus on my ticket and my son that I took to the game. So, yeah, we're sitting up close and personal. Westbrook is playing. Yeah, I can I can say Westbrook, you suck. I can throw mm-hmm. whatever. Like that's how they feel. Yeah, yeah. But nice. they what they fail to realize these are real human beings. Also, you know what I'm saying. Basketball is just one facet of their life. Right. This is just the occupation that they were gifted. It's not. I won't even say person. gifted. They earned. Exactly. You know what I'm they saying. They they put in yeah. hard work and time, just like anything else. So it's like, yeah, you can. It's one thing cheering against somebody mm-hmm. or 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 going against the opposing team. But when you start getting blatant disrespectful with it, right? So how you feel about that fifty thousand fifty thousand dollar fine that they gave uh, Kyrie? If I'm Kyrie, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, and that might not be the right politically answer to say, mm-hmm. but word to him, what they were saying to him, they were calling it's him crazy. pussy and yeah. everything else. Like, nah, we're not having that. It's crazy too. <laughs> I, uh, again, it's one thing to boo tomato tomato. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Right, right. right. But when you start calling me outside of my name, when you're talking about my family, and mm-hmm. nah, we're not having that. Yeah. My family don't even have nothing to do with the reason why I'm playing ball. You're like, going too far. This is a game, bro. Right. <laughs> like, come on. Y'all going Entertainment at that. Yeah. Entertainment. It's so much more to life than just shooting hoops, catching a football, playing tennis. Like, it's so much more to life. That's right. just one facet of their life that they do. Yeah. So, nah, it's sick out these here. people are humanitarians. Sons, fathers, and right. everything else, and mm-hmm. it's just Husband, yeah, it's it's disgusting that. to see. Right, I'm not gonna lie. So that that Kyrie thing, I don't entice, you know, beefing like yeah, flick them off and do all that stuff back. But again, I I can't really blame him because I don't know how I would react in that moment either. Right, nah, we definitely have to like champion um 
changing like you know uh sportsmanship culture because mm-hmm. that's i feel like that isn't like a recognized thing like you know you have fandom in terms of like movies or whatever type of shit but like this specifically where you actually like not even hold somebody to it but it's just like you you watch how you sportsmanship how you how you you know what i'm saying brag or boast or how you you know what i'm saying support or just kind of like egg on it's all in like fun and love when you're talking shit of course but like you know i'm saying there's a level to it right so just monitoring not even monitoring but just like you know um keeping track of how you do that as as a community as a culture is something that i feel like we should definitely try to work on more because this shit is getting out of hand (laughs) it's already out of hand but like yeah one thing that that i took comedic out the whole situation Remember when Kyrie had uh, doubled up the middle finger in the back of his head? <laughs> facts, <laughs> That's yeah. some shit I would have did as a child. Nah, facts. <laughs> He's mad as hell. <laughs> he tried to do it on the low. Facts, yeah. He, he don't want mom to see. He don't want, he don't want grandma to see for real. Because he, he know he getting popped. That's one of those. Yeah, because I would have done one of these. Tried to scratch my hair with it. Like, oh. Uh, yeah. But nah. That shit was funny as fuck. That's hilarious, bro. Man, but nah, I feel the same way too, though. I, I am definitely in concurrence because um, I would be on the same type of shit because you really not about to sit here and just talk to me any kind of way just because I'm uh, playing against your favorite player or your idol or whatever you want to consider, whoever. Right. That's not. I mean, as far as everything else in the playoffs, I was just going to say Phoenix, they're going to sweep uh, New Orleans. Golden okay. State probably might sweep Denver. Yeah, I see that. Uh. Hawks in Miami. Oh, that's what we were talking about. We Hawks got off Miami. on a tangent. Yeah. Uh, with Trey Young. But mm-hmm. yeah, I understand he had an eight point game. It wasn't his best performance, especially a game at this magnitude. But you got to give credit to Miami also, bro. They're the number one seed in the East for a reason. Right. They have one of the best defenses in the league for shit a ain't reason. Sweet. Yeah. Their coach, one of the best coaches we've seen in the past 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. easily. So they're a monster also. You got to give credit to to where it's due, bro. And so I think Trey Young will bounce back and have at least a decent game. If we lose the series, I'm not mad because we got a lot of growing to do and we need star players around Trey Young. It's not always just his fault. Yeah. We had to battle a lot of injuries this season. Put some pieces Uh, around Collins going down. Like, bro, it's... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a a 12-man or 15-man roster for a reason, bro. Everybody got to be on the same page for y'all to work towards it and win that championship. Nah, you're right. You're definitely right. Excuse me. But that's all I Um, have in sports, pretty much. Yeah, uh, same. Me too, me too. Um, I'm trying to think. I I have a couple, like, you know what I'm saying, random changes we can get into, or we can... uh, Did you have something that you wanted to... Go ahead, okay. ...you dock it? Um, All right, I got a random question. Um, Let me see. You met a woman that you was interested in, right, and you wanted to date. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to take it there, whatever, whatever. And let's say this is out of whatever your current situation is, because we're not going to speak on that. This is hypothetical, right? So you met, you met a shorty, um, and her ex caught her. <laughs> that sounds so daunting, your current situation. I mean, not, because I don't know, I don't know if you, if what you have going on. You know what I'm saying? We haven't talked I'm about Master that Wayne. Yet. I'm Master Wayne. Right. <laughs> I'm Bruce I, Wayne. Bruce. <laughs> Brucey Bruce. But, so you met a shorty, right? And her ex called and wanted to fill you in on his experience with shorty. Are you going to pick up the phone, or are you just going to let it ring? Wait, say that one, <laughs> one, that one more time. I don't know why all I was right, thinking look. about Alfred. <laughs> all right. My bad. So, all right, you met a shorty that she was interested in, you wanted to talk to, you wanted to date. And her ex was calling your phone and wanted to explain his experience with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, let you know what was good. Would you answer the phone or would you just let it die? 
I know it's the 425. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to like be funny, but you said what, what buddy? Yo. <laughs> Yo. I'm really I, not even joking. Are they open? <laughs> They're open. Are they working? I'm listening now. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. All right. It's the last time, and then I'm going to move on to another topic, bro. <laughs> Can you tell me the origin of the words? <laughs> <laughs> Can you use it in a sense? No. All right, listen. There's a shorty that you were interested in, right? There's mm-hmm. a there's there's a young woman that you want to court, that you want to date. Well, I guess she'd be older, but I'm listening. Okay, there's an older woman that you want to court and All you right. want to date, mm-hmm. right? Um, but like y'all are y'all are cooling, y'all are hanging out. And her ex is calling your phone, right? In that moment, her ex is calling your phone, and he wants to tell you his experience with this woman. You know what I'm saying? Just to let you in on the four one one, give you the details, all that good shit. Are you picking up the phone or are you letting it ring? Are you not answering? I'm letting it ring and I'm, that's probably the first and last date Ooh. if we're on one. Damn, um, but it's not her fault. She don't know he calling. Yeah, but how does he even have my number? That's just a red flag. flag. That's just that's just all bad. That is wild. That is that is something that, that you got to think about. That's not something that just happened to osmosis. That was strategically planned. <laughs> he called at the specific time we sat at the table. And this is like not your first date. This is maybe like three or four or five, six, maybe. You know mm. what I'm saying? A couple. Y'all, y'all a couple deep. Like You know a little, about, a little bit about Shorty. Bro. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, it's red flags. It's red flags. In my opinion. So but this because they ain't even hit up. the table yet. And buddy calling me. Not the, hey, the warm bread ain't even, dang. Yeah. Okay, I got you. So. I got you. Okay, so that's the last time you've seen Shorty. Like, it's like, you just cold turkey. Like, look, Shorty, I'm, I'm good. We don't have to Well, go it's definitely a conversation because, again, that doesn't happen randomly. In so my how would that conversation go? How would I even know it's him? Let's let's even address that because it's going to be a random number. I'm not going to have Maybe it it's a number and she recognized the number. Your phone is, you know what I'm saying, upright on the table. And she just like happens to see it and like, damn, hold up. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, on board. Nah. I have too many <laughs> questions so there. I have hey, way too many questions. It's, it's, you not, you're not questioning that shit? Of or course. What, what are you not, doing? What? You're, are you picking up? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'm picking, picking up, up, but only just because I just want to. I just want to hear what he says. I'm probably not going to continue the, the situation. At the dinner table? <laughs> yeah. I'm put on speaker. <laughs> Yo, her FICO score ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> like I need to know. Don't all do this, it. Because I'm gonna look her dead in her eyes as this is happening. Like I want to see if if she tenses up. I want to see her body language. I want to see like you know what I'm how she reacts. So or that I'm can let or that can be Johnny having resentment towards you saying like it could be. I see they have something good. Uh, good. I'm gonna repaint all over that Picasso. It could be, but then the thing is, that's my L to take if I allow that because then I wasn't confident enough in my relationship. Or I wasn't confident enough in that person that I'm with. So that's on me. But it's like, but if you're that in this situation, enough, if you're that confident enough, why even have to pick up the phone? Because it's not even that I have to. It's just because I, I, it's just funny to me. I just want to know what he's gonna say. So I wouldn't even entertain it. But like, it just be weird because like, yeah, I'm questioning it because why does Buddy have my number and how does he know I am who who I am to you? Because now you like doing, you either pillow talking. Red flags. Or you, red flags. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. yeah I'm violations. Questioning. <laughs> I'm questioning it. So at yeah. that point, it's like, yeah, I'm not going any further with this afterwards. But I do just want to hear what, what dude got to say because it's going to make me laugh. <laughs> and it's like, it's going to point me in the di- in more of the direction that I that I need to go because he's he's going to probably try to say things that like provoke me or, or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. How do, how do you um, encounter men who have maybe been with your girl at one point in time or did the boom, boom room. They mm-hmm. did that before. <laughs> did the boom, boom room. <laughs> um, I, I don't really know how to. 
<laughs> do I know or do I not know? And I find out in that situation. You know, you know, going into the relationship, but this happens to be maybe, let's say, an event that you're at. So it can be a lounge or it can be you came over to your bro's crib and they just mutual friends. How would I deal with that? Um, I mean, I wouldn't deal with it any other any specific way, like because. I'm the type of person where, one, I'm not going to ask my girl to tell me about her past, but I know that everybody comes with a past. So I'm not going to expect, like, to never, ever, like, run into somebody that might be an Eskimo brother or might be an Eskimo sister. Who knows? Um, Do you try to do any kind of diligence in terms of doing research? And when I say research, I mean, like, just a background of, okay... Does my girl have a good street record or like not? Is she for the streets? No, 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 nah. You just, rinse, you just like rinse it off. I'm gonna just let that, just, yeah. I'm gonna just let, let, let that ride. I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let it be because I'm not even like I'm not the type of person I can't, I can't. Because then if I do go looking and it's some shit that I don't want to see, or if it's like dang, Shorty was really like. Fucking with some lame ass. <laughs> but it, I, I think I think I think it would be the same thing for women. I feel like they they do yeah. their diligence and responsi- responsibility in terms of finding oh. out about the person they're going to take serious and date. Listen, that's definitely that's definitely a main key in whether or not you get the cold shoulder or not. If she's if she's in your rolodex and she sees like yeah, it wasn't you don't have a, a good track record or they just look funny. Um, or she's probably the baddest one that you've ever gotten. Like, yeah, she's going to take that into consideration. And that's probably going to be one of the reasons why you get dubbed. But I'm just the type of person where I'm not going to ask you about your past. Nor do I want to know. Because I'm sure we've all had that Hold one on. Off. Let's stop. Let's know. stop. Let's stop. What? You don't want to know about your girl's past to any capacity? I want to know. No, I want you to tell me whether or not I am in like a space where with somebody that you smashed and it might be a situation or you just don't because i don't want to look crazy i don't want to look dumb if somebody says something out of pocket so that's the only scenario where i want to know but i'm never yeah, i'm not gonna I, ask you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna ask you like who you fucked or how many you have or what you know what i'm saying you've done like experience wise because that's something i if i want to know like how you love or how you're intimate sexually i'm gonna like experience that with you i'm not gonna ask and i think those conversations but, come up they, I, I would say they come up often, and I feel like it has to come up authentic, rather yeah. than you just kind of like jumping into it with a certain kind of energy. Exactly. That's just like, oh, who have you been with like before me? Because you know, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a way to address that and have those conversations. Yeah, and they might be uncomfortable, but it's not even that it's uncomfortable. Because if it's a conversation that we need to have, then sure. Like if if that's a conversation that my partner feels like needs to be had because of whatever insecurity or she just wants to know, cause that's just the truth that she, that she wants to express with me, then we'll have that conversation. But it's like not something that I'm like, okay. Fishing I, for it. Yeah. 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 Cause I'm yeah. just not that kind of person to really care about it. Like I have a past, you have a past. We're here. We are the, like the people that we are now going mm-hmm. through whatever we going through at that point in time. So it's like, we're going to move how we move. I think on right, but to to, to some matters, individual, right? well, it, it definitely matters. But to some individuals, they they live in the past still. They can't get over what's happened to them or what's been done. And you don't so need to they, be in a relationship. Hmm? Then they don't need to be in a relationship. Yeah, that's just. I mean, may and maybe that's like like crass of me to say, but I mean, if if you were taking past trauma, and I know we all do it, like it's not something you know what I'm saying that everyone is like. 
purposely bring it into yeah or the next, even their next endeavor and uh, i didn't even say shouldn't say endeavor the next relationship well yeah that and even like something that you you can't fully avoid doing you know what i'm saying at some point it is kind of like unconscious uh because what you've been through makes you as a person you know what i'm saying it changes you as a person so yeah it, it it's like and that carries that, baggage into that next person's life that you're entering it definitely does but you you there's a there's a line that you cross when when you're taking that trauma that negative trauma and it and it allowing it to affect how you move in the in the now with the relationship that you're in so that's where like you know saying that line teeters but in a way it does matter because it does make you as a person yes you just can't or you, you shouldn't mm. take the negative you should take the the less than the positive but can we talk about how trash power force is uh no, cause I haven't been watching it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tomato, tomato. Damn, where, bro? Damn. What? Like, tell me about it. You can spoil it for me. And we yeah, can, spoiler like, alert. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Care. Honestly, I don't even think this is a spoiler alert. This is just. What's been happening? What's been going on? What hasn't happened? <laughs> oh, let me let me it's just like say that. that. Let me preface it with that. Tariq bro. been doing some crazy ass shit. Not Tariq. This is this is the Tommy spot. I mean, I'm sorry, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the thing is, people were prepared and excited and elated about. Their whole rollout of this before yeah. the show came out. Yeah, you know, people seen the Tommy trailer. They they seen what was going to be next for his story, and mm-hmm. we were here for it, including mm-hmm. myself, to some capacity. Because I technically, I, I feel too. like he should have died in that gas station. Explosion. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how he escaped that one. Yeah, that was wild. That was on some Jackie Chan rush hour type shit. But, Who fucking knows, uh, bro? I'm speechless, man. You just gotta you just gotta see it for yourself. Yeah, okay. It's it's a really bad comedy skit. Yeah, really bad. And I knew, I kind of had a feeling that it was going to go that way. Um, Tommy has a brother that's black. Exactly. I watched the first two two or three, I think. And after I seen that, it was like, okay, now y'all are like, y'all are really dragging it. It's, it's, it's turning empire-ish. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, see, that makes me not even want to watch it even more. Snowfall has but, turned empire-ish, I heard too. You think so? I've heard, I've heard Snowfall is, is a lot better than Power. I heard it's a lot better than Power, Any but they're starting to jump the shark. Okay. I'm not caught up. So I don't, but uh, like I said, I'm, I haven't even seen the episode, so I don't even want to okay. give a critique on it. Got you. Nah, I, I, I told you, I've been watching Atlanta. That's what I've been. That's what I am caught up. Yo, on. answer this for me. How's the show called Atlanta? And I think the first episode they were in Europe. Honestly, yeah, you're right. Um, but I mean, listen, it's about some Atlanta kings, you know. Um, Ice on uh on the Joe Budden podcast, he uh he brutalized how terrible that show is. Really. Mm-hmm. Listen, Ice, I know you watch, um, and I know you listen, uh, but I feel like that's an old nigga response, so I don't even know what you said, but it's okay. I think his main, I think his main plight and other people, like, other people who have the same opinion on that, I think it was, they're saying, uh, what's his name? Donald Glover, right? Yeah. They're saying Donald Glover is trying to make it to Get Out-ish. He's trying to jump into that Jordan Peele lane when it's like... Atlanta can be its own entity and have nothing to do with that. Because mm-hmm. there have had there've been some episodes that have been peculiar, to say the least. The Michael Jackson-looking guy yeah. for that episode. Yeah. And it was a that few others. still creeps me out. But he said he was kind of, like, pushing for that, and he doesn't fool with it. Now, I definitely see where he's, like, what he's, what he's saying, because I do agree he is, like, um, on, like, right on that whole get-out type of vibe um, with the... With the writing and the the storyline, but I mean, I I like it. It's maybe it's just the, you know what I'm saying. The one, one, it is opinion, so 
it is what you yeah, what it's you all find subjective. Yeah, what you find humorous and what you find witty and whatever um adjective you want to use to describe it. But um no, nah, I mean I think it's been it's been a good kind of like mix between get out and also like new age not even new age but more recent uh cultural events um and political events too um but in a in in the perspective of the black diaspora so <laughs> from our point of view but just in a very dramatized way but got you it's all in you know perspective all in opinion that's all i have for television Okay, okay, let me see, let me see. Um, what else is on my docket? Uh, did you see the lawsuit the Vans is throwing at, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Tyga and Mischief? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently they made a, they made a, a shoe that looks like the, uh, the Vans. That one is just like real wavy on the bottom. And it's called, I can't remember exactly what the shoe's called, but it's, um, wavy something. But yeah, they, uh, they're getting sued because they didn't, you know what I'm saying, clear the, the legalities of rights. how of how those design rights work, it is it's are very so strange. Spotty. Yeah, it's very spotty. There's a lot of loopholes and shit, and then to, um, I'm not knocking the hustle. Let me preface it with that. I do see a lot of these influencers and people who make clothes. They'll copy the design from the Jordan ones, mm-hmm. and put their own sauce on it, their own logo, mm-hmm. kind of make it their own shoe. But technically, since that's the same silhouette that you're using to shape the shoe, wouldn't that be considered the same exact infringement or like mm-hmm. yeah, um, I would think so, mimicking right, yeah, I would think so because it is the same like base silhouette, and I mean, I guess depending on trademark, like how he trademarked the shoe or how he like you know what I'm saying um owns the design, maybe it's not like the silhouette that he owns, maybe it's just the uh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm just speculating here. I, I don't know what the fuck. But yeah, it's 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 weird how it works, man. And even with the with the fitted caps, with the patches, and mm-hmm. because these resellers, I won't even say resellers. These people who put out clothes, these designers, these artists, mm-hmm. they'll buy a new era hat, make seven <laughs> different patches for the hat, maybe throw some tie dye on it or whatever they do to it, and then resell it on their website. Right. So it's like technically, yes, they did buy it and own the hat but they're reselling the hat under the same brand which is new era right right right. does that does that make sense what i'm saying yeah i just i'm just always curious and interested on how that worked Mm -hmm. how you get that off yeah i couldn't tell you yeah i might have to do my due diligence in that for sure yeah infringement has always just been kind of like I don't know, weird, bro. That's the that's the best way i can describe it yeah and i'm sure they add new you know what i'm saying like uh new little speculative uh ideas into it to yeah make new it technicalities more, yeah, yeah, yeah all that shit um hmm. let me see actually okay hold on speaking of <laughs> speaking of fakers can we get into this uh well i don't know if you read the whole headline but you you started it earlier and i told you that, that it was on my docket mm-hmm. but uh it was dj MV's wife basically saying how she uh faked her orgasms for 10 years with DJ, yeah, yeah, she said this on a live radio station. It was an interview, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, Charlamagne reacted to it <laughs> on the show, <laughs> but yeah, he was basically saying how, like, 
Well, she was his first. His wife was saying that she wanted to make him happy and she wanted to like you know what I'm saying, make him feel whatever, whatever. So she would fake it, and it just wasn't happening. But like this lasted for ten years, and he claimed that the way it came up was that they were arguing, and she said that, and he was like, "Word, like that's how it came up." But yeah. How would you feel, bro, <laughs> if your wife was faking it for ten years, dog? Like. 10 years. Well, for one, let me get my shit off. Please, go ahead. Go ahead. Not everything has to be advertised on social media or to the media or to right. broadcast it to anybody. You're absolutely right. Something stay between you and your family and your <laughs> I'm I'm so serious when I say that, bro. Like, Not for real. When you talk about mental health and things of, of that nature, mm-hmm. this is something specific that would get me pissed. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you just told the whole world... That, yo, you're not even hitting it right in the bedroom. Yeah. And for the past decade, it's just been cap. <laughs> it's just been all rap in my cap. Literally. Decade. <laughs> As a man, I can see that being very demoralizing. Oh, he no, sat definitely. up there and let her get that shit off? Like, I mean, yeah. Like, he was, he was, you know what I'm saying, getting, he was weighing in on the conversation as well, so... He was telling the story with her. Um, Topics of, the, of that manner when it comes, especially when it comes to in the bedroom together with your partner, if you're going to mm-hmm. discuss it to anybody, I think a, ther- a therapist would probably be the best. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why would I want hey, I'm 50 not... million listeners from all these different countries listening to what my wife got to say about me? Like, yeah, no, that's, I not, that's not cool with it. I, I'm not cool with that. It was pretty wild in my opinion as well. Uh, I, I would have... I mean, I don't know. I can't really say if I would have felt some kind of way because they've been married for much longer than 10 years. So I'm pretty sure it happened a while ago. So maybe he's not as sore about it is why he could really like get into it like that. Bro. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. And and listen, I we are all <laughs> again men in our relationship. So I don't hey. mean to be disrespectful. We appreciate the transparency and honesty. But I think that y'all could have kept that between you and your partner. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Not like, everything decade. has to be broadcasted, televised, shown to the public. Mm, mm, mm. I'm that's, a, that's a nasty award. I hope she's not still faking it though. <laughs> but again, who am I to even talk about anybody's marriage and who am I to judge? No, that's facts. I'm so not judging me, shit. Should I just, just take everything back? Nah. Because who am I to even judge? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Am I off? No, you're not Please off. Please tell me if I'm off. No, you're not off at all. I don't, I don't think that that's judge. Well, I mean, it is judgment, I guess, but it's not like negative judgment. It's just like, yo. Some things are better left unsaid. I think, I think <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Judgment. Some things are better left kept between man and wife. Sure, that's yeah, that's your opinion. Okay. Um, I don't think any, there's anything bad about that. Wow, but I'm glad I didn't finish that clip. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why I was like, just 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 chill. <laughs> what did Charlamagne say about it? Um, he laughed his ass off. Uh, and the clip that I saw wasn't the whole interview, so I didn't get to see like his whole sentiment about it. But, um. Envy went, like, deeper into the story, and he was just, like, uh, Charlamagne was just, like, commenting on, like, little aspects of it, but... Yeah, yeah. like, that's that's just very demoralizing, because <laughs> the, shoe, the shoe was on the other foot, man, and you out your wife and just say, you know, yeah, for the past decade... Oh, it's, it's raps. It's <laughs> raps. You're, you're, you're getting kicked out. I haven't been strong. I've just been <laughs> here, mm-hmm. limp. You're getting kicked She's out She's not going to be too fond of that. You're not... Yeah, yeah, it's raps. That's crazy. She might file for a divorce. <laughs> on live Man. TV, that's crazy. What's what's next? Um, let me see, let me see. Uh, actually, okay, so we can go ahead and do a complete three sixty or one eighty. Uh, 
I do have a question. Um, and it might take you a little long in thought because for me, when I was asked this, I re- it it came to like <clears throat> not necessarily the definition of the words, but a picture of like what what each word looked like to me. But um, I was asked this this question in conversation: the difference between uh, cultural assimilation versus cultural exchange versus cultural appropriation. Like, what's the difference between the three? If you know how to explain it, or what does it look like to you? You don't know. It's four twenty, fam. See, see, I be thinking about this type of shit on four twenty, though. What? I be thinking about this. You don't be thinking about this type of shit on four twenty. No, I'm just saying. You just told me about the Sims and simulation and culture and no. Migos. Sims and Migos <laughs> did not come my mom. No, no, no seriously. All jokes aside, I heard cultural simulation, culture appropriation, and what was the middle one? I don't even want to talk about it no more. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no. Let's get into it. No, 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 no. Culture what? Exchange. Exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Culture appropriation. I think I can start with that one. I think that's kind of cherry picking our culture. I think it kind of speaks for itself when you say culture appropriation, right? For sure. Kind of scavenging and reaping only the benefits of what goes on specifically for, for black culture. I think they, they idolize and popular, popularize it. And when it comes to us and when we get highlighted and when it's time for us to talk about anything that's race, then that's when they leave the equation and, and pretend like it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Or not even that it doesn't exist, but blatantly <clears throat> be racist about it. Right, right, right. Tear it down in a way. Right. So you want the fruits and labor of, of us, of being us, looking like us, identifying as us, uh, even things that we create. Um, I think that's cultural appropriation. Okay. And and what's taking the, it and running with it. What's the difference? What's the what's the difference in that and cultural exchange? I'm confused about cultural. Like, what would you say cultural exchange would it, would be? Um, because it it sounds like you're just exchanging knowledge of one another's culture mm-hmm. and and sharing it amongst their people and just kind of understanding their background and their walk of life, maybe. I think yeah, it's that, and then more of the representation of of like where it comes from, the history of it. Um, so I think along with like the knowledge behind it, but like you knowing why you wear certain things, or you knowing why how, why people celebrate the way they do um, for certain things. I think that is maybe an exchange because it's going both ways. It comes from a place of understanding rather than I want to conquer you and right, right, right. reap only the benefits that you create Take good, the good in the world. from what y'all got going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something like that. Um, and I was like tripped up when I was asked this question too. That's why I'm asking you. Mm. Um, and, what was, and what was the last one again? Cultural, cultural assimilation. Assimilation? Assimilation. Mm-hmm. I think that is more along the lines of like... Um, I guess I can't even like give you a definition of it, but I can say like in my mind it looks like it looks like the same thing but just in a different way. Like it looks like a, a, a white girl braiding her hair in a certain way or a white girl doing her, her makeup in a certain way to, to to address certain features and giving that credit to where not even like giving that credit but like just acknowledging where that credit came from or acknowledging why you do it or where you got it from it says cultural assimilation is the process 
in which a minority group or culture comes to reassemble a society's major group or assume the values, behaviors, and beliefs of another group when fully or partially. Let me go to the end of that sentence. Open this link. Hmm. Oh, it's okay. Group, whether fully or partially. Okay. So, I mean, kind of what I said. Man, not really. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, go ahead. The process of which a minority group or culture comes to reassemble a society's major group or assume the values, behaviors, and beliefs of another group, which fully, or whether fully or partial. Um, hmm. So reassemble is the word that I caught that okay. differs from what I said. So um, taking what we have and, and not, not giving it the respects that, that, it, that it needs, that it deserves. Um, making it yours. <laughs> Assimilating is is falling in line to what's popular, but you know what I'm saying, in this case, the historical background culturally would be that they took it from us. That's what I'm getting from it. Hmm. So kind of similar to appropriation in a way, you know? Yeah. But I don't know, because I think assimilate and, 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 and appropriate, I feel like are kind of close synonyms. Appropriate, appropriate is maybe it's a, more a cousin of that. Yeah, it's more crass. I think appropriate is like a, a more violent way of saying taking. Like, taking, mimicking. Yeah, but um, assimilating is more along the lines of like falling in line to what's like, what's, it's like conformity in a way too. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, because, hold on, I guess. What's deemed as pro- uh, popular maybe? Hmm. Uh, interesting stuff. Let me see. Where do you find these questions? Off the top. A lot of them. Off the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Um. So, assimilate means to take in information, ideas, or culture, and understand fully, um, or to cause a reassemble, right? So that's assimilate. Yo, I'm going to let you look at that last one. Go ahead. Oh, an appropriate says uh, suitable or proper. Mm, that's the wrong one. Take for one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. So they're 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 cousins. You know what I'm saying they're 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 not too far off. It's just one's taking without permission, and one is one is taking with your own with your knowledge. You know what I'm saying, like, basically. Mm. So, yeah. But what were you about to say, though? You said you were going to wait. You know how Georgia has peach pass? Yes. In Arizona, do they have, what, cactus plass? I have no clue. Uh, cactus plass. I mean, cactus. Plass. I have no clue. <laughs> cactus, uh, I can't even pronounce it anymore. See, look at you. Pass. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I mean, but then again, traffic isn't really a thing like that. Where I'll be. I only thought that because you're moving. Yeah. I'm so sad. <laughs> do, do, do they know that? The people know. listening? I think they do, because, I mean, we kind of touched on it, and then, like, I don't know. I've posted about it a couple times, but, yeah, man, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm moving in, like, two weeks, so we have two more episodes of, like, us being, like, you know what I'm saying, shoulder-to-shoulder type shit, but we're going to be moving virtually um, for a while, and, I mean, we still going to be doing these events. We still going to be going crazy. We got a couple things planned, but, um, yeah. Duty calls. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Calls, man. Progression. Uh, new levels yeah. in life. 
um, and elevation yeah, opportunities calls for it. So, you know, we gonna make some shit shake. You definitely should have some uh, some gunshots or air horns to that. Yeah. Um. I mean, and congrats too, by the way. You get some air horns. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. You too, though, as well. Though. I mean, so we both. Uh, we both. We both got some good shit going on right now. We yeah. Both got some growth <clears throat> going on right now. For sure, and it, and it feels great because you know you stay down for so long and just all right. It's gonna be my turn. It's gonna be my turn. Mm-hmm. Try not to look to the left or right to see what's going on in other people's lane because you're only responsible for yours. Right. It's a it's a marathon, not not a race. Definitely. So whenever you cross the finish line, when you get that next golden opportunity, cherish that shit. Right. No, no doubt. The universe aligns itself and works itself in mysterious ways sometimes, but everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that's just uh, the way I've been trying best. to look at things. You said it best, my guy. It is what it is. Did you um, have any? Did you have anything else? So I had like two other ones. Um, two, yeah. I mean, we don't have to get into them. It's okay. I just one of them was uh, that people are actually renouncing their U.S. citizenship because it's so trash out here. Like they're leaving U.S. going somewhere else. No, they're not. Um, it, that was actually on uh, the AJC. It's actually a real statistic. It's propaganda. Okay, it might be. Um, and then people don't realize how good they have it, including us here in the United States, until they travel to a third world country or go to a continent, i.e., Africa, depending on what part of Africa you go to. Um, and it's not anywhere in the same stratosphere as living here. You know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. this is a land of of uh, of opportunity, of of freedom, of free speech, quote unquote. That's kind of been those lines have been pl- blurred over the past five, ten years, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, bro, <laughs> I know we I know we have it bad here in terms of the racial inequality and just certain certain semantics on the day to day of just being in today's society. But I don't know if you having that same sentiment if you go to somewhere and i don't know <laughs> i don't, I don't want to try to throw any country under the bus or anything but you kind of get what i'm putting down i mean no nah, i definitely get it and i feel like it just comes down to like a uh a, a, I guess differentiation between privilege the decision between privilege or like circumstance because i feel like that's the only thing that differs between us here and anywhere else is the privilege that we have here, the things that we are, you know what I'm saying, um, that we have at our fingertips, things that we that we can do versus somewhere else where it's like, you know what I'm saying, you don't necessarily have the best of whatever, you know what I'm saying, uh, resource yeah. that we have here. Man, when I went so, to Honduras, humbling experience. Oh, for sure, I bet. Humbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everywhere I've, everywhere I've gone is something different. Um, and you learn just, like, how privileged you are here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely get it. Beautiful people out there, they were having the time of their life with the little that they had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That we've complained about first world issues about... Uh, gas is expensive or right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying hey. or the rent went up an extra hundred dollars like these people may have a house may not have one and if mm-hmm. they do is nowhere near the same size as what we live in right maybe um, the size of the living room oh and by the way um, it costs 2300 to uh, renounce your citizenship mm. yeah no it's did, a real thing did, did the AJC say where they were moving to or Mm-mm. I didn't read that deep into it but I don't. I'm pretty sure there's like a, a rough statistic of like where everyone else is going because 
I'm sure everywhere, everyone's not going to the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then the last topic that I have was uh, California is actually working on passing a four-day work week mandate. Mm. How you feel about that? Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that shit would go crazy. Uh, you think they would do it here in Atlanta? Atlanta's always the last on everything. Yeah. I know, statistically speaking, we are, from last year's election, we are a um, Democrat state. Yeah, blue state. Or two years ago now, mm-hmm. the election. But I still feel like it's a lot of aspects of living here where it's very conservative as well. So mm. it, it, it's it's always the liberal places like the New Yorks, like the Californias of the world who are first to adopt something and everybody kind of follows suit. Right. After they see, okay, we see what's kind of going on over there. Right. Four days a week is working. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do need to give them a break. Um, and that goes the same for just any other facet when it comes to adopting laws or changes like legislation or um, rules and regulations of what goes on in their society. Is four days like a good amount of time or do we need to shorten it to three for real? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be mad if they shortened it to five minutes. <laughs> we, I clock in and I clock out. Like, how y'all feeling? Um, nah, that's, it's crazy though. Um, I don't know how to feel. Like, that would be dope. Um, but having a three-day weekend, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people's time management would change and maybe for a positive, maybe for a negative. Who knows? But... You know what I'm saying? Maybe for the negative because they feel like they can slack more. I'm only here for three instead of five days a week. So whatever I get done, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that's what I get done. Right. Right. Um, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm always here to make somebody's life easier. Let me just say that. So if that can help out that mother out there that needs that one extra day to kick it or spend time with their child. Mm-hmm. Um or whatever their circumstances, I'm all for it, bro. Yeah, yeah. And still yeah. getting paid the same way? Why right. not? That's that's key though. Why that's not? that's paramount. Still getting paid the same way or better. That's paramount. <laughs> cause just cause you take a day off the work week don't mean you can take a couple hundred off my check. You <laughs> feel me? That shit did. I need all my little coin. The last question that I had too now that I think about it. What's up? Why does Trump not pay taxes and we have to pay like two or three thousand dollars back in taxes? Bro, don't ask me shit about that, man. Um or not just him, just the rich. Let me just preface it with that. The rich, they they can write everything off. Oh, these boots, these steel toe boots, this is for business. This this cardigan, this was for business. But when it comes to us, nah, you still owe us another three bands from last year. Damn. How? Damn. How? Every time I got paid, you took money out of my check. And the money that didn't go to my check, it was probably invested in 401k. Like, how is this happening this way? Hey, yo. For real. That got me pissed. I'm yeah. like, bro, my account be on like $90.16. And you talking about, oh, yeah, you still owe. Like, no, nah, I just gave you everything. <laughs> I got to make this $90 work for the next week and a half. What you mean anymore? Come on. Oh, shit. Hey, yo, my boy voice got <laughs> He said, how? Bro, the IRS got to come get me. <laughs> Hey, you better stop playing because this is broadcast. Hey, what, what up? Word up. They on the other end of this. What's, the, what's their at? They, they, got a, they got an IG? At IRS. <laughs> at underscore IRS. Shit. At underscore them boys. They gonna come here and shut all this shit down. Like, yeah, take the sign, take the couch. Take the lights, take the what? <laughs> take Scott. <laughs> they just take everything from Trey. It's so done. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, he said, how? 
I know you felt that in your soul. Yeah. God damn, that man harmonized that how, bro. Oh my. Oh, that, that doesn't make sense, bro. Hey, that you, was a good you, one. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good one. Oh shit, man, 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 that was funny. But nah, that was yeah, that was my docket. Um, I had one. Nah, yeah, that was the docket. All right, bet. Well, how? Dang. What's the minute mark? How? How? Oh, okay. Yeah, we we. We on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we spot on there, actually. This is kind of bittersweet, bro, because like you said, this is the second to last episode. We'll be shoulder to shoulder for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know we're still going to be doing the pod each and every week as always, uh, but it's just something about the aura, the energy, the the feeling of just physically being with somebody for so long and doing... Um, doing therapy, doing conversation, just doing a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying, under one umbrella and not only that, but monetizing off of that. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's very vital and I'm go- I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss this. I'm not going to sit here and cap like I'm not. Nah, me too. So, me too. This was definitely um a major major like point of my week uh just like knowing that Tuesday nights <laughs> um you know what I'm saying? Our 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 designated therapy sessions, <laughs> designated like just like cool, take the weight off, like have some fun, chop it up, um, or maybe not have some fun. Maybe argue a little bit. Maybe you know what I'm saying. Maybe go back back and forth, talk a little shit. Who knows? <laughs> um, but for whatever it was, like the shit was definitely like uh, a vibe. It was it was it's a staple. Um, yeah, it was an essence. That shit would definitely be missed. Um. But, you know, we're definitely going to have to recreate this shit. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to, you know, see you and moms in Arizona for sure. Oh, yeah. Facts. I'm going to peach past my way <laughs> across the states. Nah, we're going to get right. We're going to get right for the show, Ski. <laughs> um, the first timers. <laughs> the last timers. And the in-betweeners will come in a bike week after week showing much love and c- kicking it with us for 147 weeks. You know what I'm saying? Being here and, and, and being present and being in this moment with us and just like feeding off the vibes and the energy and the chemistry and the banter that we've had for these, you know what I'm saying, last couple of years has been amazing. Um, and this is not an end to the Rochillians at all, you know what I'm saying? We will definitely continue this motherfucker. Um, we will definitely still be giving y'all all the content, all the vibes, all the banter and the bullshit week after week after week. Um, and we just hope y'all continue showing much love however y'all do that shit, you know what I'm saying? Liking, sharing, commenting, subscribing. All that good shit. For sure. And tell your friends about us. Tell their friends to tell their friends about us. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, we don't shit. You got if you don't got nothing else, we're gonna kick it like that. Shit. Bro chilling is out. You alright? Yeah, search. Last pot last in person pot for a while. Right. Bittersweet. Man. What do you think you're gonna miss the most about in-person pods? What will I miss the most? Yeah. Oh shit. That right there. Spontaneity. I, th- I thought the earth was coming crashing down on us. Spontaneity of the set. That is where I will always miss. 
what will I miss about in-person party? Uh, hmm. I mean, I think it's just, like, feeding off of, like, the energy of the conversations when it, like, progresses it into a whole different, like, tangent and we just go off a topic. Yeah. I think it's just, like, excuse me, a lot of it feeds off the energy that we have in the room. So I think that's what I miss most. Um, what about you? Physically seeing my bro, <laughs> like not not through FaceTime, not through a webcam, not through any of them shits. Like that real person, human connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's I probably what I'll miss. Being shoulder to shoulder type shit. Yeah, I feel you. Same, same. Man, it's a bittersweet moment. It's been a while. Three, three years, man. Three. I think we're coming up on our three years, right? In May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, May is what five days away. If that, yeah, by the time they listen to that, mm-hmm. to this, rather, mm-hmm. we still delivering on that, on that pop up too. So don't, don't y'all worry. You know oh, what I'm saying? we still got the merch coming. We got all that. Yeah, don't even get it twisted. It's definitely coming. Uh, quick, sooner in a hurry. Um, cap, cap. Um, but yeah, maybe not in a hurry, but it's coming though. It's coming though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I was going to introduce this thing. How you feeling, man? Oh wait, was that our intro? I don't know. No, I I'm guess not. Hold on. I mean, it can be. I just want to get this air dropped. You don't have a docket? No. Are you going air horn to not having a docket? I mean, I didn't mean to. Hold on a second. No, I don't, bro. I've been drunk for the last four days. What do you want from me? Drunk in love or drunk? Um, no. Let me go there. <laughs> nah. It's nothing wrong with being drunk in love. I mean, I guess. If you believe in that kind of thing. You don't? No. Why not? Because I don't. <laughs> it's not all night? Nah. I'm okay on it. Surfboard. Definitely not. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. It sounds like you're 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 definitely in the beehive though. Definitely, you gotta be. Mm, I feel you. You gotta be. Let me ask you. I feel like in this past week, it's been so much shit going on. What do you mean by that? Uh, in the world, just kind of all over the place. COVID okay. cases in China. I know we're tired of hearing about COVID. Uh, Elon Musk purchasing Twitter. Mm-hmm. They announced the little baby Chris Brown tour. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant got swept. We gonna actually we gonna get into all that. We gonna I, I we, we gonna spin it. the block. We gonna circle bike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How how are you feeling today? How was your mental? How was your aura? How was your energy? Um, blessed black alley favorite man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can't complain really. I'm in good spirits, and I think it's just like a bittersweet moment that it is like the last like the last episode that will be shoulder to shoulder. Um, mm-hmm. but no, nah, I feel good, man. You know what I'm saying? It's it's always uh like fun kind of anticipating moment before we pod when we just like get into shit so i'm I'm good yeah i agree I, i'm gonna miss that human connection of just chopping it up linking with my bro consistently every week for the past three years damn near mm-hmm. and this is gonna be temporary you know what i'm saying i feel like it will be not even i feel like i desire and i know it will be um back to normal if that makes sense uh and it's only a matter of time 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. it happens. So. Nah, we uh, this is this is all in the progress, man. That's all. Yeah. Let me get right. But yeah, man. Um, let me introduce this thing real quick. Let me get right. You're not gonna ask me about my mental. I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. How oh how how are you though? I'm, how, I'm broken. How now. are you? Doing? I'm broken. How's your mental? How's your how's your aura? How have you been this past? Because I was out of town for this weekend. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying we didn't really get to link, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So talk about the was, uh, talk about the drunk weekend. How was well, that? No, no, no. How was oh, how was okay. your mental? Yeah. Right. How was your you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My mental is excellent. Uh, my weekend was phenomenal. Kicked it with the guys. Um, had some good food. Mm-hmm. Plenty of sun. I do have to get back in the gym. I've been slacking the past two or three weeks. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad that I'm recognizing and acknowledging that I've been missing the gym for the past three weeks. Nah, me too. I've been on you know that same saying? type of shit. I've been slack a little bit on my gym duties too. I'm going to um, get back to it. Where'd y'all go eat? Uh, I didn't go out to eat with them. It's just me cooking okay. home meals. I got you. Uh, I made like a stir fry the other day. Wait. I made burgers the day before. Mm. I made... I just had a whole bunch of good eats, honestly, bro. Got you. And even before we got on mic, me and Kami was kind of chopping it up about different... Uh, Vegan spots in the ATL, so mm. yeah, bro. I'm a foodie. <laughs> you said what? Some ones that you haven't visited yet. Yeah, he was telling me um, off mic about a few. I gotta link them mm. in, the, in the actual description. But enough about food. My mental Wait. as well. I, I can't really complain, bro. Just yeah, taking it one day at a time as much as you can. Yeah. Remaining humble, remaining optimistic. You know, you know the vibes. For Shoski, for Shoski. No, I'm not mad at it. But excuse me. Now we can formally introduce this thing, man. Peace and love, salutations to the planet. What's going on? It's Trey. And it's Gotcha and Biking this thing, man. Welcome back to the Bro Chillian's podcast. Yes, sir. Don't ask me what episode it is. Uh, 147. 147. Shout out to the first timers. The last timers. And in-betweeners. For coming bike, man. Week after week. Showing much love, however you do it. Whether it is liking, sharing, commenting, subscribing. Turn that post notification bell on, you know what I'm saying? Because we on everything. You can't miss us, man. We out here. Since we come in... Or since we're approaching our three years, mm-hmm. um, does that make us veterans in this podcast world? I think we we was vets when we did the first event. Because mm. I think we did the first event after what, like a hundred? That was a hundred. That was a hundred episodes. Yeah, that was a hundred. I feel like we was we was vets a year into it. You know what I'm saying? 52 weeks because we didn't miss an episode before then. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, hey, we, we, we've, been, uh, we've been consistent with this thing for a really long time. So we've been vets for a minute. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm ex- I'm elated for the next pop up shop that we do have coming nice. either this summer or in the early fall. We're definitely planning for that. We've got the merch coming. People have been asking. Yeah, look out for I them know. Drops. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> look out for them drops. They've been bugging me about the merch. I know, I know. It's it's mm-hmm. on the way, don't y'all worry mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. It's on the way. We're gonna get right. We're gonna get right. It has been a lot of people hitting me for like the website link just so we can uh so they can stay up to date. They want the emails and all that good shit. Um Cause yeah, that brown uh, that we dropped went crazy. The brown Atlanta shirt yeah. with the mauve. Mm-hmm. Now they want the mauve with the brown. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They want the they want the the inverse. They want the good shit. So we gonna have to get right. But yeah, y'all definitely stay on the lookout for that. Cause it's coming soon, man. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, bro, I'm gonna miss this, man. This shoulder to shoulder, that human connection, just and you only gonna be apart in distance. We still got each other's phone number and shit, obviously. Hmm. Uh, but it's it's just very different. Not physically being there for somebody or with somebody so just kind of getting a little sentimental real quick <laughs> nah it's all good man it's it's it's, it's weird <laughs> yeah you know what I'm it is weird yeah for sure how are you feeling about your next chapter are you excited are you yeah. nervous butterflies like how are how is how are you feeling um 
I just want to peel it back and get into your psyche of what you see right now. I mean, nah, I'm I'm good. I think I'm uh I'm I'm excited to kind of like jump into new territory, just kind of like start making my mark somewhere new because I feel like I've done a lot in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what I'm saying we've we've done a lot, <laughs> so um just kind of like make a name somewhere else, and as well as like tie that into what we have here is like my main goal which is why which is what excites me the most because i feel like we can we're gonna go crazy with this shit so me being somewhere else is like it is a bittersweet moment because i won't be here but it also is like a a, a bigger and better kind of thing because like we're gonna have more ground to cover mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we're gonna have more events we're gonna have more shit coming we're gonna have you know what i'm saying like just more opportunities to do different shit. Just more everything. Yeah. More life, more blessings, yeah. more opportunities. So I'm definitely excited about that because I feel like on top of it being like a new chapter, it is like a, a stepping stone to like progression. You know what I'm saying? Us right. pushing the envelope in this in this industry and and as well as like just personal growth in what we're trying to do with this with this, you know what I'm saying, platform. So right. yeah, I'm lit. I'm lit. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um I guess you could be Segway King, man. Why not? Why not? Segway Before you get up out of this thing. Yes, sir. Uh, where do you want to start? Um, um, I know you say you didn't have much of a docket. But... I don't, but uh, I mean, let's start off with vibes, I guess. We can start off with some music. With some vibes? Okay. Yeah, it was a lot of shit. That, it was a lot of music that dropped. Um, I mean, not even a lot, but I've just been, I've had more time to kind of delve into uh, much of um, the stuff that dropped, because that... Uh, that Vince has had me in the chokehold. I'm not gonna cap. Yeah, that shit is. I told you the first rides. couple of tracks yeah. I listened to on there were were awesome, but yeah, I didn't get the opportunity to finish the entire project. Nah, that um, I think my favorite joint on there is Player Ways. That joint is crazy to me. It's a very chill vibe. Um, mm. but I also got a uh chance to take a gander at that Pusha T too. Shit goes nuts, man. Uh, shit goes nuts. I, this might sound crazy. I wasn't in the coke mood. To be real. I feel you. I definitely feel you. And I wasn't either. Like, I had to sit myself down to actually, like, okay, let me take a gander before I get on this podcast. But it's actually, like, it's good. I, I fuck with Jay-Z's verse on there. I think the song is called... Uh, Hope Naked had a Riff. verse on there? Hope has a verse on there. Um, mm. And it's feature a Hove and Pharrell feature. Mm. Um, so that was dope. Um, that joint is called uh, Neck and Wrist. He has, a I think, two... Um, uh, two features by the that, by the one that shall be named... Shall not be named on this pod. Um, but those were cool too. Um, but yeah, it's it's dope. You know what it is? I think um, Pusha has a certain demographic mm-hmm. that he's catering to, and he doesn't really change his forte when it comes to that. And I don't knock him for that, but I just don't Stick think he's making you know. music. Yeah, he doesn't make music for individuals that listen to a Drake or that listen to a Cole or that listen to Kendrick because it's just a different. I get that. Um, a different perspective in rap, a different, mm-hmm. I guess, aura. Yeah. Um but the six songs that I I did hear Mari play, like he played he he um he told me that it was like six different songs I believe that had the same pattern if not the entire album. Yeah, it uh, does sound a lot when of it came to that. So mm-hmm. that kind of made me shy away from the album a little bit. I'm like, I don't want to hear the same song six right. times in a row. No, I definitely get that. The re- but, it, it's it's definitely a little testy when it comes to the replay value. Um but I'm not going to say the songs aren't good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, it it the repetitiveness it uh it may get annoying or not even annoying but just like it may be something that you don't want to hear in terms of like the chronology of an album and mm-hmm. it's all in its entirety, especially from a lyricist like Pusha, but 
Let's push it. We know what we're going to get. I think my favorite <laughs> Push album uh, is the one with the barcode on the front. Remember yeah. the one we was rocking to in mm-hmm. high school that yeah, had numbers on the board? I cannot remember that shit. And all those other awesome records that was on there. I can't think of the name at the moment, but that was one of them ones for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, by Pusha. I'm going to look that classic. up. Forever classic. Let me see. It was a lot of shit that we was rocking to in, uh, in high school that's like... Um, Forever, in my opinion, forever class. My name is my name. That's what it was. Is that? I think so. We're going to go with it. Okay. But uh, outside of that, I think... um, What else else came out? I'm trying to think. You said music. Um, What else dropped? Push it dropped. Oh, Blast. Uh, How could I forget? There you go. That's the first thing I cut on once Friday hit. Once Midnight Struck. Mm Mm-hmm. Blast. He got me from song one. one. Yeah. <laughs> track one no to misses. track huh? No, no misses. misses. No misses. Okay. But it's blast. What I do fear, um, though, is his music is gonna sound very repetitive and it's gonna start to sound the same if it hasn't already, mm-hmm. and people are gonna get bored and not interested. Yeah, I do feel the same way too, because it is a lot of the I don't even know how to describe the melodic tone in his music, but it is a a lot uh It's Nate Dog influenced. You think so? Right? I could see it. I mean, they they are from, if not the same place, close in proximity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely get that the influence is there, yeah. Um, but I fuck with it though. Like from the verbiage, lyricism to just the vibes of the music, um, it was in his pocket. So I, I, I'm not mad at it. I don't think he's missed yet. But again, it's gonna be how much? It's gonna be a cross uh, crossroad where it's like, how much longer do you think he can keep up this sound? It'll play out probably for the next year or two. Yeah, next year or two. So that's like what? That's probably like an album and a and a and a, a six piece and a yeah. deluxe. Yeah. Okay. All but, right. I got you. And I could be wrong. I could just be hating. But I mean, for me, I like to see diversity when it comes to artists. Mm-hmm. Experimentation. I want to see all of those things when it comes to an artist. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and maybe he's not at that point in his career yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that. Maybe he, he has just, plenty of time. Yeah, because it's what his second. Third. I don't, I'm not sure which tape it is or which album, because I don't know what they're counting as apple, albums, EPs, deluxe. I got I'm you. not sure what they counted these right, days. Right, but right. he's dropped enough to where I feel mm-hmm. that his music sounds the same. Nah, I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in concurrence, for sure. Um, let me see, what else? The Davius drops Friday. He does. He does. Future. Uh, it's called uh, I Never Liked You, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, I like it already. I don't know. Maybe that's just the toxicity in me. I don't know. I don't. But I don't even think he's being toxic. I think he's actually flipping his rollout this time around. Think so? And trying to come off as the good guy. Because he made a comment about him not liking the fact that everyone calls him toxic. No, um, I've I've seen a couple of his tweets. Let me pull them up actually. Cause that's 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 what I've seen, and I mean, if if that's the reason that you're flipping it, <laughs> I'm not here for it. I want the old toxic yes like i am the i was never the problem but i am the problem future that's what i that's what i need no i'm dead ass that's what <laughs> yeah, I need. he did tweet i never liked you <laughs> so i'm saying that's what i need it doesn't sound like it. it's bitch i will blow this shit. money ain't stingy he's not flipping <laughs> shit he, we're gonna get the Actually, same i take that back. we're gonna get the same i am that nigga i will take your bitch and my gucci flip-flops all that good ass shit that we know and love from Future. He did say from preparation is the key to success. If that Come means on. anything. Come on, come on, it's free bands. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
but I, I think we're going to get the same occasional the Davies that we always have been. I never liked in the, in, you. In the future. Yes. Or not in the future, in the past. In the past. What am I saying? Listen. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of just like, ah, about it. Because it, that this doesn't, no matter how good or how terrible this album sounds, this doesn't change his trajectory or his career in Atlanta, if that makes sense. Or in hip-hop, I, rather. I don't know. I feel He's like already cemented. It's I no higher, feel, it's no lower he can go. And no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I feel like if Nadavius drops a, a classic album and there are no skips on that motherfucker and he goes on tour, he's selling out. He's going to sell out regardless. It's future. Nah. In Atlanta? Nah. It's future Hendrix. It's future Hendrix. You're right. But there are a lot of people that there are a lot of people that agree with the census that they're just not checking for it because we've seen the same shit. From birthday bass, ten years in a row. But the thing to, is, to whatever concert that he was at, that he was featured in, maybe not even headline, but featured in, it's the same. It's but the he's same toured and, and and did show several times without having something out. You're right. You're you know right, I mean? and it's gotten old. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't say it's gotten old. His his hit records, put it like this: the, the twenty songs that hits. he would use in the verses, those haven't gotten old. March Madness hasn't gotten old. I don't think Mask people off playing, hasn't gotten old. I don't. It's, I'm not saying it's gotten old. I just don't think people are playing, paying top dollar to see that for the t- umpteenth time. That's what I'm saying. That's I what I'm saying. I, hey, I might be on Gilligan. Who knows? But that's just how I feel. Because think about it: how many times have you seen Future? Like, not even, like, at Birthday Bash. Just in general, how many times have you seen Future? Too many. Okay. <laughs> but, but that's okay, because when he's gone, the game is going to miss him. He's, he was one of those when ones he's, to where... Huh? When he's, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. When no, he's I'm gone, saying, like, his he's, music will still be played. Yeah. Sure. Forever. Yeah, but that's different from me paying to go see him do the same shit versus me just streaming the music, music that I, that if I have. If you make timeless records, people are going to want to go out and spend their dollar to see you. Now, if the if the actual show is that going to be fine, that's going to be a different question. That just depends on what crowd you're asking because that's subjective. Yeah, but there will always be a know. crowd for future. Put it like this: if his name is in bold at Coachella, mm-hmm. people are still checking for future. Okay, as long as that's happening. All right. I, hey, I hear you. I got you. Um, speaking about tours, Lil Baby and Chris Brown tour. Are we here for it? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. I think I'm one. I think I'm always um, geeked to see Chris Brown perform just because he is one of those like legendary performers. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be more than just like you know him uh, mouthing songs or him singing whatever. Um, he gets his shit off. It's entertainment. So yeah, definitely excited. And I mean, little baby. I think he just like his. I don't even want to say crowd control, but just the way that the crowd like. Is like just so soaked up in the vibe of his music and what he like, what he stands for. I think that'll make a show as well. You talk about performer, Lil Baby is, he'll rap the entire song bar mm-hmm. for bar. Mm-hmm. I've been to like two or three of his shows, and the way he pipes up the crowd is just unlike anything else I've seen. Yeah. And then, like you said, to speak to Chris Brown's greatness, this probably alludes that he has a project on the way. He did drop a single or two in the past few months. Uh, so he's 30s. gearing up. It's it's that time for him. You think it's gonna be another thirty the, piece? I don't think this time around he's gonna he's gonna give us a thirty piece. No. I feel like this might be a shorter and more cohesive body of work because he's okay. at the point of his career where he's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. So I could see him maybe trying to be on that maturity. You uh, good, bro. That, I'm trying to think maturity. 
that that kind of that kind of lane. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just I that just that growing man. Like this is me transitioning to my next phase. Mm-hmm. He's still gonna give us those party records and those upbeat, up tempo, popish records. Mm-hmm. But I think he's also trying to develop himself as that next stage in his career. Greatest hits type shit. Not even just greatest hitch, but uh, hitch, <laughs> greatest <laughs> hits. But you kind of remember the transition from Usher when he went to Confessions to when he went to what was it, Moving Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying though. Trading places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. And I, it's nothing. It's nothing wrong with that. Nah, because Chris Brown's not 25 progress. anymore. Yeah, you have to move with the times, with your times. Like you can't be singing the same club records, same. You know what I'm saying? Uh, bebop, like, fucking in the club type shit records when you're in your 40s, mm-hmm. 50s type shit. Like. And and with that, your your audience grows and matures with you as well. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, nah, I'm definitely here for it. Um, but I'm excited. I think tickets go on sale either Thursday or Friday. People this is cop. not an ad, but I will be copping. Yeah. Um, How can you not? <laughs> no, and the, and the friend bag from both parties go is crazy. immaculate. There's yeah. no telling who... Who may come out? Mm-hmm. And I haven't been to a concert in the longest time, anyway. So, goddamn it, I'm it. outside. It's time yeah. for it. I'm not mad at it. We here. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, when are they coming here? Do you know? I believe when I gandered at it, it said sometime in August. Got you. Okay. Okay. Cool. Shit. So, yeah, I'm definitely with that. Make sure y'all chap, uh, tapped in and check out that. Facts. Facts. I got a curveball for you, bro. Go for kind it. Kind of segueing here off of music. Did you have anything else? In music? No. Mm-hmm. Not specifically, not. Yeah. All right. Kind of segueing to some Tweak of the Weeks and Nasty Awards. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> I read this before we got on mic, and it says Megan Fox confirms she and Machine Gun Kelly drink each other's blood. And she quotes, it's just a few drops, but yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only. Alright, so look, I'm going to say something, but it in no way, shape, or form reflects how I feel about that act, right? Mm -hmm. I was reading something, and I don't know where, I I don't remember where I read it, but it was said that in in a lot of cases, people substitute uh, blood for eggs because of, like, its richness and whatever type shit. For food? Yes. Okay. So that... For them, well, not okay, but okay, exactly, <laughs> right? But for, so that for them, I'm not gonna say it's far off. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna find me doing that type of shit. Um, but if that's what you know, what I'm saying you like wild left, whatever you know, what I'm saying people wanna wanna do with your time. Are they saying in their leisure time they just drink each other's blood, or is this a kink that they have? And when it's time for them to get intimate, this is the the bag they get into. That shit says for ritual purposes. Do you count sex ritual? I'm, I'm not. I, I, <laughs> Do you count sex as a ritual? You gotta have to. It is a ritual. Is it? That's how you reproduce and bring life. I mean, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like you do it too much to to for for it to be ritual. I feel like ritual is like something where like you are you are celebrating, but you also do like. Not everyday regular shit. You know what I'm saying? Us going to work is that a ritual? No, that's routine. Mm. No. Okay. Sex might become might like depending on how long you've been together might become routine. Sex but is ritual, a ritual. Bro. I don't know a ritual because again 
regardless of All what right. your beliefs are, regardless of what religion, yeah. what walk of life you come from, in order to reproduce on this planet, you have to partake in sex. Okay. And no, let me let me say this. With the from the with with respects to the Bible, Old or New Testament, whichever one, I would say sex is supposed to be ritual because yes, you're not supposed to do it until you're married. Um, and it's supposed to be with the intention of reproducing and growing your family. Mm-hmm. Sure. But in today's day, in today's world, ritual is not the word you should use. Because again, I can't like I can't not... speak for the loose gooseies. Nah. <laughs> the know. loose goose out there. I I can't I can't speak for them. Think about it. Huh? Think about it. If 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 that if sex was ritual, Bro, porn wouldn't like, be this listen, this accessible. Listen. <laughs> How these kids and our generation is getting wavy and crazy out here. They it's was doing the same ritual. thing in the 1980s, 1990s, 1970s. I don't think they were. It was just no camera around and no social media around to record it and talk about it. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they were. I don't so, think they were. So know. you don't think Jennifer from Up the Block was, was giving it up I'm to Joseph? I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I just like, nah. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Okay? I just, listen. We got off topic because they talking about drinking each other's bread. We talking about sex. But I mean, this kind of transcend it to a sex or ritual i don't think it is i think it should be considered a ritual because of the the intimacy and and the the importance of it because it's more than just like you know what i'm saying insertion like you're actually like giving each other like you know what i'm saying yeah exchanging energy synergy yeah. all the words that's trendy so, and popular now on social media yes they're yeah. doing all of that it should be ritual for that reason but is it actually no <laughs> i think it just depends on the person depend or depending on maybe their dynamic of what they got going on maybe i'll say it depends on maybe it depends on the generation that you that you were born into i feel like because of the the accessibility of porn and everything now this generation or the earlier generation or yeah earlier generation it's not ritual for the later generations like our parents parents our great great grandparents i feel like it was more of a ritual yes because i feel like the, the, the excuse me those generations i can't i can't speak today those generations were the ones that predicated life on you know what i'm saying not having sex till marriage um courtship and all that that stuff still occurs in today's world i just think again it does it's you know what i'm saying like it's just that uncontrollable where it's like there's loose goose out there (laughs) giving it up that's 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 really what it comes down to but i don't know even if that was a kink if that is a kink for them i'm not that's not me so that's i don't know i just found it interesting to talk about on here yeah no it's not for me either i'm good on it that's that's pretty wild. Drink. I'm not drinking anyone's blood. Kind of segueing, I guess, into some movie news. It says Fast and Furious director Justin Lin has stepped down from Fast Ten. Universal is currently looking for a replacement director. I know there's a lot of individuals, including myself, that are huge, you know, Fast and Furious fans, and I don't know. I've never been on board ever since Fast Six or Fast Seven. If you want to be honest, mm-hmm. they kind of jumped the shark. Um, ever since really they started jumping the shark before that the movies were always egregious but that's what made it so unique the fast cars the the races the the, all all that stuff right um i just feel like where do they kind of go from here they're on the last movie right before they start doing these spinoffs allegedly right so Where, where do they go from here without a director on fast 10 um so i feel like 
Vin Diesel is, will definitely find someone that he um, feels is a suitable replacement. Uh, but I do feel like it's more than just like it's been so long of a series. I feel like it's it's way more than that behind the scenes because there are a couple like people, um, a couple main characters that were like saying that they didn't want to do it anymore either. So I don't know, but I definitely do think that wherever they go, it, it needs to be impeccable movement because they don't have too much leeway. Like it's already like way far off the beaten path with these storylines. It's way unrealistic, so. I could be wrong. I think the script is probably already written. Probably. I think it's really just a matter of finding a director and seeing what they're, Mm -hmm. you know, just putting somebody's name on it to sell. And and honestly, bro, (laughs) I seen this tweet earlier. It was like, Medea's going to be in Fast 10. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Somehow they're going to put some, like, ridiculousness in it. And, yeah, yeah, it's gonna push it over there. They've strayed away so far from vehicles and mm-hmm. horsepower. They went to space, bro. Yeah, they went to space. I refuse like, to watch just... another Fast and Furious movie again. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of cool on the Fast Ten, regardless of who directs it, regardless of who's in it mm-hmm. at this point, because John Cena is not Vin Diesel's brother. <laughs> I, I can yeah. just not overlook that. That shit is wild. They've gone way too far. That's probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Man, man, man. Yeah, and I was like, that was probably one of my favorite uh, movie franchises for a minute. Yeah. For a minute. Um, But yeah, like you said, after what, six, seven, it just got egregious. Even before that, because Tokyo Drift, that got a lot of tomatoes and mixed reviews, but I mm-hmm. actually enjoyed it. I like that one. I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was horrible how people killed it. No, I like that and... one. I think, Go ahead. I think people killed it just because like the way it intertwined with the storyline, like how they brought Han back and we all thought he was dead. And like, it just seemed so impossible. And then it just like, I think from there is when it kind of really got crazy because they started bringing people back to life and doing all this extra shit. Like, <laughs> Vin Diesel died 200 times. No, nah, he definitely <laughs> did. Like, there's no way he drove through that many fires in that movie. There's but when no you way. talk about family? <sighs> <sighs> anything, man. Any, you can do anything. Uh, yeah, nah, that's crazy. I don't know. What else we got? What else have you been watching? The playoffs. Hmm. Talk about it. Katie and Kyrie it. get swept. Man. Where, do, where do I even start? <laughs> I see. Really? I see really? This post, bro. And it was a clip of uh, Katie saying they didn't want no smoke. <laughs> and then right after the clip was that song from, uh, what's that movie? Coach Carter. So I'm hopeful. Yes, I am. <laughs> hopeful for today. Bro, that shit had me so dead, bro. Had the little caption. There really was no smoke <laughs> for them in the end. Bruh, but yeah. yeah. Nah, they really got swept, bruh. That shit's crazy. Yeah, this is yeah, the moment where everybody's points. pointing fingers at each other. Steve Nash. Who's fault? Kyrie, KD. It's a combination of everybody, man. Like, yeah. y'all y'all, won, y'all win as a team, y'all lose as a team. That's the For way sure. I feel about it. For sure. You know, KD didn't have his best performances in this entire series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie wasn't the best Kyrie we've seen. And Steve Nash, I think this kind of exposed his coaching because he really doesn't know how to coach. He just kind of got thrown in and just figure it out. The team has been discombobulated for the past two to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it was—it's just always been a lot of noise around them, as it should, because it's Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving that we're talking about. These are no scrubs. These are first ballot Hall of Famers if they retire today. Right, 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 right. And Jason Tatum's not enough. Marcus Smart's not enough. Um, it's unacceptable. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. For for Kevin Durant to get swept now, granted LeBron's been swept before. 
if I'm not mistaken, or it got sure. 4-1'd, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, in the finals uh, plenty of times. Mm-hmm. But for for Kevin Durant to get swept like that in the first round by the Boston Celtics, and give credit to Boston. Sure. Tatum was hooping. Yeah. Jalen Brown, hooping. Not enough, though. Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year for a reason. Bro. <laughs> um, but if you're KD and I'm supposed to be this phenomenal and sensational player to ever points, play bro. basketball, Four I have points. to show up. I have to show up. That shit's uh, crazy. Yeah. So that's just really my takeaways from it, man. Mm-hmm. I think even with the Ben Simmons saga, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just think, obviously, I, I'm praying for his mental health. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. that's just kind of been in the space I've been. Like, I never want to see anybody depressed or mentally going, going through yeah. shit they can't, they can't, that they can't necessarily take on. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just, it, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hard. But I definitely feel like if he didn't have any back problems, if he's not going through something mentally, he should have definitely been on that court to support his teammates. No questions. Uh, no questions about it. I'm in the greens. You're right. You're definitely right. Um, I have not too much to say about Ben Simmons for real. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel how I feel about him. Chris Paul tweaked. He only had four points. Chris Paul tweaked. Um, Honestly, it was kind of expected for me. Really? Yeah, Chris. I was about to say Chris Brown. Chris Paul is in the phase of his career where. You know, he still can give you buckets. He still can give you a double-double every other night. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't have that prominent one or two superstar. It's not really. What else does he la- What else does he have left in the tank? He's been in the league for, what, almost two decades. Right. I, I feel like he's really given everything he could. I know they play tonight as we speak, so we don't know the end result if they're going to win this game or not. Mm-hmm. But you take Devin Booker away from that team, that's a completely different uh, Phoenix squad. It's just not the same. Nah, you definitely right. You definitely right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure if they're going. Well, they're not going any further. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you talking about Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's over with. It's curtains. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Um, how you feel about uh the Atlanta and Miami series? Jimmy Butler's out tonight. Mm-hmm. So, kind of gives me a little bit of hope. Hopefully, Trey Young can have more He's than nine points, off. right? And we can win another game or two to make it. Lengthy and competitive, but mm-hmm. I, I think, think I think I think our biggest problem in Atlanta, as far as the Hawks go, for one, Trey Young needs to get the ball out of his hand. He can't have the ball for twenty seconds. He okay. literally has the ball in his pocket for twenty thirty seconds. So the shot clock and mm-hmm. the shot clock's only twenty four seconds. I know, right? <laughs> that that's my point. I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my point. So he needs to facilitate a little bit more next season, and we need to get some. Uh, so better players around him. I, I I know we have a lot of young talent mm-hmm. in the making and coming, but it's time to get some veterans around him, if not another superstar, if we want to see some who? change in Atlanta. Who would you say? Or who would you want? We could have been in the C.J. McCollum sweepstakes. We could have been mm. uh, Bradley Beal. Mm. It's a, it's it's a few bad. different twos you can put out there with uh, Trey Young, or even a three. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's some talent out there, bro. It's just a matter of, of scouting. And making the right decisions in the front office. Gotcha, I got you. Okay, okay, we're gonna see. Uh, was there any other any other ones that you were interested in? I know, I know you were watching Ja for a minute. That series has has been the most compelling to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's up for grabs. It's up for grabs. Honestly, I got Ja. You got Ja. I'm, I'm yeah. still I'm still sticking with Minnesota. Okay. Because of the veterans, because of Ant, mm-hmm. because of Cat. 
Because of D-Russ. Cat's been showing up. I mean, um, and of course, I think Russ is one of those players where, like, he may not be, you know what I'm saying, the uh, the leading scorer, but he'll give you he'll give you those ones where, like, they, they definitely, they clutch. Mm-hmm. They in there, so... It's been a, it's been a great series, but yeah, I, I I don't I don't know. I think I'm a I have to chalk it up to to job. But early prediction, I got the Warriors taking it all though. You got the Warriors taking it all? Yes, sir. Uh a Galatarian squad, phenomenal coach. Mm-hmm. Curry's back to being Curry. Clay is shooting perfect form, all the running down the court because he knows it's going in. <laughs> Jordan Poole is a bucket. He got robbed for an award, most improved player. I'm not mad at that. Draymond Green is doing all the dirty work. He's he's guarding the best big men. Yeah, yeah. Come on, I I, I don't see I don't Iguodala <laughs> still giving his six or seven points. Mm-hmm. I don't have one. I don't have I don't have a, a a take on that one. I don't know. We will see. I'm not mad at the at the Warriors though. I mean, obviously, because realistically, everybody else is crippled. I I think um, Milwaukee they lost uh, what's his name for the rest of the season. Middleton. Christmas, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, but. yeah, I just think I don't know. I don't, I don't see anybody competing with them in a seven game series. We gonna see, man. But yeah, that's all I have really in sports. It's upset season twenty twenty two. It it definitely is. So there's there's plenty of black, uh basketball left to play. So yeah, it can go either way. Anyway, what Drake said a thousand, a thousand different ways on a thousand different days. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's draft. It's draft week. For the NFL, that's mm. that's happening. Okay, I haven't been keeping up with it too. Much. I don't really have any thoughts. Hopefully, Atlanta, the Falcons, they make it the right decision. You know, if not, it'll be another shitty year as always. <laughs> but that's out of my hands. I don't have too too much faith in that going any other way that it has been since for the past what <laughs> couple years. Just remember, Matt Ryan's years. not a Falcon. Just remember that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Let me see. Um. I mean, I guess we can kind of uh, segue into like something completely, completely off topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sports. How you feeling about? Uh, you kind of mentioned it too, but how you feel about uh, Elon owning Twitter now? That did happen, right? <clears throat> I think it was. I can't remember how much it was. Uh, um, I, I want to say like forty, forty something billion. I can't pull remember. it up. But that's. I don't know why, or like, you know, what I'm saying what what progression that adds in his portfolio i know it's like different than any other of the ventures that he has right now but i think he's hitting at free speech he wants to get back to those days in social media and yes people still do have free speech nowadays but it is filtered and controlled by the powers that be for a reason um, it's free until they slap your ass with a gag order. Mm-hmm. Or they slap your ass with or a... Sh- start shadow banning. Yeah, so... We know the semantics, semantics that come with it. It's free until it's not. But, uh... Let me see. Twitter might only remove illegal content such as incitement or child pornography, but stop short of limiting speech that is legal yet commonly enforced against by mainstream tech platforms today, such as vaccine and election misinformation. Elon Musk offered more hints on Tuesday about the future of content moderation on Twitter, saying that he is against censorship that goes for or that go excuse me that goes far beyond the law. By free speech, I simply mean let me see that which matches the law must tweet it. If people want less free speech, they will ask government to pass laws that affect. Therefore, going beyond the law is contrary to the will of the people. 
what does that mean going beyond the law? Um, cause I feel like that might be like some sort of loophole because all these tech companies and all these companies, um, that do hold major stakes in these social platforms are controlled by the government. So by saying controlled like, or regulated, or is it the same thing? I feel like it's the same thing. Um, cause regulation and control aren't too far off when you think about their cousins. Yeah. Um, but when you think about, you know, saying how information is relayed and how it's, it's like, excuse me, how it's misconception, commonly misconception. Um, yeah, it's not too much, too much of a difference. So you saying it goes beyond the law is like not really giving me any hope. And it says Twitter may seem rather ordinary on paper. The company's user base and market value are less than a tenth the size of Meta, Facebook's parent company. Its total revenue last year was roughly the same as Western Union. And prior to this month, Twitter Twitter stock was below the closing price from its first day of trading more than eight years ago. Hmm. I think he has a plan. I don't. I, I feel like he he's gonna buy Twitter. He's not gonna hold on to it for super long. He's gonna eventually flip it. Mm-hmm. Flipping Twitter sounds insane, but that's just a different kind of bag that you're in. But it's it's all strategy. It's all for a reason. You know, we may not be privy or see it right now, uh-huh. but I think yeah, five to ten years from now, once he does sell Twitter, mm-hmm. we're gonna be like, ah, that's the move he was making. Yeah, I definitely do think that. Um there is something more behind it, something that they haven't, like, uh, allowed us to be privy to just yet. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely a big stepping stone. $44 billion. It's a foreshadowing of something crazy that's going to happen. Listen, I need Tesla to, to split that's those stocks. Mm-hmm. I need that to split. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I need some shares. Mm. Go ahead and get you some. I mean, I'm sure they will at some point, though. Right. That motherfucker's always moving. Right. Um, what else was on your docket, though? What you had? What you had going um, on? Let's see. KD, Kyrie, Elon, Lil Baby, Pusha T. <laughs> that sounds like a roster. Mm, nah, it, it really was, though. Uh, that's all I had on mine, honestly. I thought it was like a, a, a crazy week, but looking at it on paper, it wasn't really much. Oh, did you want to talk about um, COVID cases spiking in China? Did, did you have a take about that? Um, I know we're COVID out, but... I mean... We can talk about it, yeah. I feel like at this point, um, a lot of what they say about it is either propaganda or um, uh, misleading. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know that sounds like the same thing, but I feel like, all right, let me say, I'll say propaganda in in a way of like blatantly mis, like blatantly putting out, um, like a story just mm-hmm. to cover up something else that's happening rather than giving like misleading numbers about something that's actually happening. That's the difference in my in my mind. But um yeah, what read about it. What's up with it? Uh this pretty much just talking about different case management strategies and kind of going on saying this is from CNN Health by the way. Mm-hmm. Just saying it's unlikely for cases here in the US to spike because of what's going on in in China and I don't know all the of everything that's going on with Omicron over there, you know, mm-hmm. but pretty much from what I what I got out of it is it's it's egregious, you know, right. it's up. People are getting sick, people are dying. Uh, they even put 
a warning on Caribbean islands also that those uh, cases are spiking back up as well. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know. Like you said, some of it is it's kind of hard to what to believe what's real, what's not. It's, you have to decipher yeah. through a lot of information now when it comes to uh, COVID. Yeah, that's the only thing about it is like... This I'm is a three-year, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, conversation that we've been having so far about this. So And every time it's like some, something completely different, but it's like very, very hard to believe. Like the first one, um, you know what I'm saying, affected what, flu symptoms. Um, the second one was allergies. Um, and now it's something completely different. Um, so yeah, I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. what is true and what is not. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, to all those families that are that have been affected um in those places in China and everything uh prayers and condolences to them and theirs um I'm not saying that you know what I'm saying it is I'm not saying like the death and the sickness in it is fake all I'm saying is what the story that that's tacked behind it the reasons that we're getting might not be right that's all but yeah definitely you know what I'm saying prayers and condolences to all those families yeah but I mean that's really all I had on my docket bro right um, yeah, me too as well. Um, I I saw something that said Benzino wanted to box Fifty Cent. Um, I don't know why, uh, but I don't think that is gonna go Benzino's way. That Benzino needs to stop talking. Certain people should just stop talking. They shouldn't yeah. have access to the internet. That's very factual. Um, Benzino has never had a neck, so I feel like he shouldn't be able to talk. But that's neither here nor there. It's just me talking shit. But yeah, nah, that, I really didn't have anything either. Um, I was, you know what I'm saying, out of town this past weekend, like I was saying. So I was I was not privy to a lot of the, uh, you know what I'm saying, shit that was going on in the media this week. I was I was a little intoxicated. But that's All me Gucci. being slack. Oh, Gucci. But yeah, yeah man, I guess uh, we're going to kick shit like that. Till next time. Shit, till next time. Bro, Bro Chili is out. out.